If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cashback. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. From Orange County. I had no idea that was your husband. To New Jersey. I never expected this. Stepping up, stepping up. Get behind the scenes and relive the drama. Don't talk to him, he's a little twerk. All of this is unimportant to me. With exclusive interviews and celebrity guests. Let me tell you something right now. This is Getting Real with the Housewives. Hey guys, welcome to Getting Real with the Housewives, a Housewives podcast from right here at Us Weekly, where we break down all your latest Housewives news, give you exclusive interviews with your favorite ladies, and dish the dirt on all things Real Housewives related. I'm your host, Christina Garibaldi. This week, we sit down with Real Housewives of New Jersey star Jackie Goldschneider, who teases the intense upcoming Real Housewives reunion, where she stands with Teresa Judice, and where she is in her recovery from her eating disorder. I cannot believe we are almost at the end of this season. It feels like it just flew by. I mean, how are you feeling now that we are like inching towards the end? How do you feel about watching back this season? I, mean, I loved this season. I wasn't the center of any kinds of like horrible drama. Mm-hmm. And I really, I mean, my, my story was just life-changing for me in real life. So I just, I really enjoyed this season. Yeah, I mean, I really have to commend you for being so open and honest. I mean, that is not something to... That is, it's a heavy thing to deal with privately, but I'm sure dealing with it publicly is a whole different ball game. I mean, why did you decide to be so open and honest about your struggle with eating? Yeah, you know, it was a terrible secret, not terrible in the sense of like, it was bad to get, it was just like, eat, like it was horrible for me to keep mm-hmm. for so long. And I tried to keep the secret um, on camera for a few seasons. And I think people could see through it. And my friends were worried about me and, um, You know, I had tried for a really long time to start recovering and I was just never able to do it. I had just so much fear around it and I was never able to talk to anybody because, you know, it's so shameful. Um, And uh, doing it when I decided to do it, I knew that if I did it in front of an audience, I I wouldn't allow people to see me fail and say to themselves, it's too hard to recover. I'm not going to bother. Jackie couldn't do it. It's too hard. I knew I wouldn't let that happen. So when I realized that this was an opportunity for me to really um, have people holding me accountable and follow through, I knew it was the right thing. And I, I knew it could help people too. Yeah. How, how are you doing? How are, where are you in the recovery process now? I'm really far along. I'm doing really great. I mean, you know, I'm not going to say that it's been easy. Yeah. Parts of it have been really filled with joy. The parts where, um, you know, I'm learning to eat new foods and that's mm-hmm. been a joy for me. What hasn't been a joy for me is my body. 
you know, for so long, I was a lot with that. And now I'm still doing a lot of work. I'm still in therapy twice a week in, in uh, medical with a medical nutritionist once a week. So I have three times a week with people and it's a lot, but I have to do it. And um, I work a lot on, you know, not defining myself by my weight and not putting so much emphasis on, you know, my body size and external validation and, you know, I keep wanting to weigh myself and and I don't because I, I need to stop, um, you know, validating myself by by numbers, you mm-hmm. know, so there's a lot of work to be done. But I mean, my life has completely changed. I'm yeah. so much healthier and and I'm just enjoying food and my family is enjoying watching me. So Good for you, that is so congratulations. That really is so fantastic. You cut out a little bit when you were talking a little bit about your, that the biggest challenge for you is about your body change. So if you could just go back to that, maybe just a little bit. I mean, what's- Yeah, I'm so sorry. Okay, no, so- No, no, it's um, my fault, it's my know, fault. You know, for a long time, I- you know, was very, very thin. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I was size zero and it got harder and harder to maintain that. But I was always a size zero and always an extra small. And I've got a closet behind me filled with size zeros and extra smalls. And, you know, I don't fit into any of that anymore. And that's really hard for me. And so I that that's what I do in therapy. I work a lot on coming to terms with a new body and why you, you, you know, to stop validating myself with external numbers, you know, but it's been a hard thing for me to move into a new size. And I look at pictures and my, my first thought is, oh God, I look big. And I am learning not to do that, Mm -hmm. you know? So there's a lot of work to be done, but health wise, I'm in like a completely different territory now. Definitely. I mean, has it changed you as a mom? Has it changed you as a wife? Like how has it kind of changed your mindset in those aspects of your life? Everything. I mean, the, the, the eating disorder controlled everything. So, um, it really does change everything in your life. So now, I mean, even last week for spring break, I never took trips more than four nights because I couldn't, I, there was too much anxiety around going out more than four nights in a row. Even with four nights, one of the nights I wouldn't eat if we went to dinner. Mm-hmm. Um, so now we just went to Arizona for, for, for six days. And, you know, I enjoyed every single meal with my family. I wasn't hungry at all. We did so many more activities because I wasn't just like in starvation mode. Um, it just changes the way you interact with people, how present you are with people. And I very important is the fact that my children are watching me mm-hmm. and picking up habits and they're no longer picking up these toxic diet habits. So yeah. to me as a mother, that's everything. No. And I mean, like even with the, with the ice cream episode, like I know, like when watching at home, I was like rooting for you. I'm like, she can do it. It's so good. I'm so excited for you to like be able to overcome those challenges because people don't realize like that's a huge step for somebody not being able to eat something like that for 20 years and then being able to do that. That's a really big deal. You know, I didn't, and and I came home after the therapy session and I said, oh my God, I don't know even how to do this. Mm -hmm. Like I wanted so badly to do it, but I like, I didn't know if I would get there and not be able to follow through. And for me, that was a really big thing. It was like the beginning of the end for me. Eating ice cream to me was really like going to be an indication of whether or not I was really going to be able to do all of this. And I knew I had to. And my kids just loved it so much. And, you know, like the next day they asked me if we can go for ice cream again. And they just like it really meant a lot to everybody. And it was really the beginning. It was the beginning of the end for me. Good for you. I'm so I'm really happy for you. I think that's so fantastic. And I mean, uh, you know, you don't really confide in the girls too much about this this season. But did did you and were was who was the most supportive to you during this process? 
only person I told was Margaret. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not because I don't love several of the other cast members, but um, Margaret really is my closest friend. Mm-hmm. Um, and Margaret was the only one who really over the years had expressed any concern about, you know, the way I eat and mm-hmm whether I was healthy. So I knew that she was invested in it. And I really didn't like to talk to people about it. You know, I didn't really know how the story would end. I didn't know if I, you know, and the story hasn't ended, but I like, I didn't know if I'd actually follow through because throughout the years I did try to do this before and it never worked. So um, I didn't want to like tell anybody, but Margaret and I confided confided with because I, I really do confide with her with everything and she does with me too. So um, she was a great support, but I didn't really want to talk about it to too many people. Yeah, no, understandable. I mean, how did it make you feel, you know, this past episode when Teresa was body shaming Margaret during, you know, the, the apology? How did that make you feel? Those are the kinds of things that you say that you don't realize how much it could impact somebody else. I mean, Margaret's not, you know, a teenage girl in a vulnerable, you know, age of her life, but you never know how a comment's going to affect somebody about their bodies. Like women should never be tearing apart another woman's looks or body or, or anything like that. And, um, you know, for all the people who said that I said Jennifer's nose was ugly, I apologized profusely to her. I don't think they caught the apology on camera, but I did. And I think it's beautiful now. But I'm in, in general, I really think it's distasteful to um, call another woman to comment that another woman's body doesn't look good. I don't like that at all. Yeah, no. And, you know, obviously this season, it's all, you know, Margaret versus Teresa. Last season, you had your issues with Teresa. But watching back that fight with Margaret at that dinner, you know, what what were you kind of feeling? You know, not only being there and then watching it back because you got got a different perspective when Teresa left the table and things like that of what was said. Yeah, I don't, you know, in general, I know that Teresa was ticked off at the things that Margaret Mm-hmm. I had that th- her perception of what Margaret had done. But at that dinner, Margaret hadn't said anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, that time she she was the one. Teresa was the one who really brought up the conversation. And Margaret, you know, she really hadn't said anything offensive. Um, so I don't think that Teresa was justified in getting so upset at that dinner. But I never think that throwing things or any kind of physical violence is ever, ever okay. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, like use your words, even if they're curse words, like scream as loud as you want. But the minute that you throw something at somebody or you, you know, you physically attack them, it just crosses over into a territory that I don't think, uh, you know, it's just, it's so classless Mm -hmm. that I just, I don't think it belongs on housewives. Right. Um, when I spoke to Margaret the other day, she said during the reunion, it seemed like Teresa didn't have any remorse about what happened. Did you feel like that as well? Yeah. I feel like you want to see people evolve, but I don't, I don't know that that happened. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like she can or wants to? Um, I think that she wants to be a better person for Louis. Mm-hmm. I think that he doesn't like the fighting from what I gather. He wants her to be friends with everybody and he wants to be friends with everyone's husband. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that um, maybe if he, if he could influence her, I think that that could maybe move 
her in the right direction, but on her own, I just don't, I don't see it. There's been no, there really was no remorse. Mm -hmm. Why do you think she was so defensive about Louis's past this season and really didn't let him kind of get a word in? Um, I think that Teresa thinks that um, she is above answering questions. Mm -hmm. I think that she, you know, she believes that um, she can attack, but once you go near her, you know, she she just thinks that she's on a different level than everybody else and deserves a, you know, a kiss the ring kind of respect. And mm. I don't think anyone else sees it like that. So she just explodes if you disrespect her. Right. I mean, what can you tease about the finale? Because I mean, based on the trailer, it seems like maybe you and Louis have some words as well and he kind of blows up and leaves. So what can you kind of tease about what kind of goes down the finale? Um, yeah, the, the, the finale is... It's again, like it's, it's not nothing. I don't want to give anything away, but like, there's a lot of fighting, Mm -hmm. you know, it's just a lot of fighting. There's really going into reunion. There's not a lot of resolve. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's exactly kind of what Margaret said. She said it was ugly and nothing gets resolved. I mean, what kind of words would you use to describe the reunion as well? Uh, Oh, the reunion. I mean, explosive. It was dirty. It was definitely the, I mean, Andy was yelling at us. <laughs> it was like the longest, hardest reunion that I've ever had. I've been on four of them. It was by far the longest, hardest reunion. There was just no, you know, like at the end of the my third reunion, like it, third year was my hardest, hardest year. And at the end of that, like me and Teresa and Evan and Teresa, like everyone was hugging, like there was resolve. Yeah. We were going into the next year, like ready to, to like, you know, see what new friendships are coming. I don't, there was none of that this year. There was no like warm and fuzzy feelings at all. And there were fights that you will not expect. There was like words between people that like, there was a lot of fights between um, people that, I mean, just got so out of hand that you would just not expect. Does that like leave you with like, kind of like a pit in your stomach when you leave the reunion, when nothing gets resolved? I mean, it's not so much a pit. It's, it's sort of like, like, where do you go from here? Mm. Do you know, like, I, I just don't know how certain of those people are going to find their way back to a good place, you know, but I guess, you know, it remains to be seen. Who would you say was put in the hot seat the most during the reunion? Um, Probably put in the hot seat. I mean, Andy asked a lot of questions of Teresa, but he also asked a lot of questions of Jennifer too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. How did you feel for Jennifer? You know, you know, you said last season was kind of your hard season. This season was definitely a hard season for her. I mean, how did you feel for her? It seems like she also had a lot of growth this season as well, though. Um, You know, Jennifer has a way about her at reunion. That's very aggressive and Mm -hmm. confrontational. So I waver back and forth. Of course, I feel tons of empathy for her going through marital problems and they went through it. And I, I, and she just, you know, she comes in so hot that it's hard to feel sad for somebody who's like being so aggressive mm. and angry, you know? So I definitely have empathy for her still. Um, but then again, you never, I, I can't really get a handle on where she is in her marriage because you know, before any of this, you would have thought that they were like the greatest couple ever. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what's real and what's not, you know, does it, do they seem okay now? Or do you, you still, you kind of, uh, it's kind of up in the air to you. They seem better, but I can't really tell there's, there's moments yeah. you'll see there's mm-hmm. moments. Yeah. And what do you, what are your thoughts on Gia kind of getting in the mix this season and kind of going at it with Joe? Yeah. You know, um, Andy asked us that in the after show the other night and mm-hmm. I, I feel like it puts everybody in a really awkward position because you never, 
want to fight with someone's child and you never want to have words with someone's child. So you can't really respond. Like when she said something, when Gia said something to Margaret at the softball game or says something to Joe, like no matter what, if you respond to someone's child, you're the bad guy. So it just puts everyone in awkward position. I wish that Gia wasn't involved. Um, That's really my take on it. Yeah. And like you said, it kind of seems or it seems like it's a lot of people versus Teresa at the end of this. I mean, does Teresa walk away with anybody kind of by her side? I mean, does Dolores still always Jennifer, always Jennifer, always Mm -hmm. Jennifer. And I think, yeah, Dolores will always be a great friend. I mean, you guys know from from the, the press that she wasn't at Teresa's engagement party. And I don't understand what that's about. And I do think something's there that they're not talking about, but I think they'll always be friends. Yeah. Do you think you'll score an invite to the wedding? I absolutely don't. <laughs> I mean, and now that like you've gotten to know Louis a little bit more and if talking to him, do you still see any red flags or are you happy for her in this relationship? Okay. So I, that's two separate things because I'm definitely happy for her. Mm-hmm. No matter what, I believe in karma and it does mean no good to wish bad on anybody else. So mm-hmm. I'm happy for Teresa. I think that a happy person doesn't do bad things. So I want Teresa to be happy. Mm-hmm. Um, Louis, I, I mean, like, I tend to believe women. So I would like to not say that it's just a bunch of vindictive exes. So I think both things, like I think in person, when you meet him, he's a really nice guy. He really is. He's charming. He's sweet. He seems to want peace, but it doesn't mean that any of the stuff in his past is not true. So, um, you know, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. And I think a lot of people don't know. Jury's still out. Um, Jackie, before we wrap up, like I said, I have some of these fun, like little trivia questions about housewives and Jersey. So um, first one, what was Melissa Gorga's song called? Uh, oh, um, it was called On Display. Yes. What, do you think that we're going to be releasing any New Jersey housewives uh, country music album anytime soon? Oh my God, no. Our voices were so bad. I mean, with the exception of Melissa, I think the, the rest of us sounded like dying cats. <laughs> it's a catchy little tune though. It is. It was a bop. It was. Um, which Jersey housewife was previously a buyer for Macy's? Um, which housewife left mid-season because they didn't want to be around Daniel stop yeah. what are the names of the three books that Teresa has published oh I or you can just I know one I'm standing strong right yes yeah <laughs> um Andy Cohen only follows three Bravo celebrities on Instagram who are they oh my goodness I have no idea but if I had to guess can you just give me a hint are they current or past or both they're not housewives okay um three Bravo celebrities oh my goodness I have no idea. That's a hard one. Uh, Craig Conover, Shep Rose, and Tom Sandoval. Really? Yes, right? Surprising. (laughs) Um, What position did Tiki Barber play for and what team? I know he played for the Giants, but I have no idea. I know nothing about football. (laughs) He was running back. Do you think Tiki is like, oh my God, I can't believe what we got ourselves into after this season? (laughs) I mean, there were certain times when he was just like, when he walked in, to the barbecue at Jennifer's shore house. Mm -hmm. And he came in at the exact moment that we were like erupting into a massive fight. You could just look at his face and see, he was like, how exactly did I get here? (laughs) (laughs) Totally. 
A um, couple more. Who refers to their family as thick as thieves? Caroline Manzo. Yes. Would you ever want to see Caroline come back? Yes. I think she's fabulous. I think so too. And then um, which New Jersey housewife made an appearance on the short-lived drama series, Mercy? I have no idea. Miss Teresa. Oh, I did, I've never <laughs> even heard of that show. I know, right? Well, Jackie, thank you so much. I really appreciate you taking your time. Um, enjoy thank the beautiful you, day. Get out there. <laughs> thank you so much. Great to see you. You too. Always a pleasure. Well, that's it for this week's episode of Getting Real with the Housewives. But if you want some more Housewives news, head on over to usmagazine.com where we've got you covered. 